0: Hey guys, welcome to this episode. Hope you are feeling amazing. Hope you're happy. Hope you're healthy. And today we're talking about the biggest vulnerabilities that franchise juice bar brands actually have. Now, if you're listening to this episode, maybe you're in a place where you are considering to either start your own concept or do you buy into an existing franchise business and uh, take that route. And so what I want to talk about is something that you may not have considered and what we've learned from just observing a lot of the franchise businesses as well as having other uh, individuals who are inside of franchises uh, who have reached out to us for support, noticing what the biggest vulnerabilities in this modern juice bar era are, because I want to make a distinction at first, and it is that there was and is and what I would consider an old paradigm of juice bars that exist. And the customer psychology and the demographic and the things that they value are very different than what is taking place, and the juice bar franchises that are emerging in this new paradigm. And so the first thing that I want to do is make that distinction, because it's going to really um, color the thing that I want to really point at and emphasize in this episode, which is the major vulnerability of these new uh, paradigm and new age uh, sort of juice bar franchise businesses. And so, what is the distinction? In the old paradigm, we are very used to companies like your Tropical Smoothie or your Smoothie King that, in a lot of ways, aren't really focused on a very um, mature or evolved health-conscious demographic. And this is, you know, case in point. If you look at the kinds of ingredients that they're serving, and the motivations behind most of their customers, it is very different than the new Paradigm Juice Bar. And so for them, most of the time, and I know this from personal experience, for me, you know, I'd been going to places like Jamba Juice and Robic since I was a kid. And I really only went there because I wanted a smoothie that tasted good and that was cold on a hot day. I wasn't going there because I had any intentions to better Uh, elements of my health. And so that is the old paradigm and those companies exist. They'll always, in my perspective to a certain degree, have a place in the market. Their place in the market may and is very likely to shrink as consumers become more aware of the importance of their health. But it's a different client base and it's a different kind of business. Not right or wrong, but uh, just different and so if that is the kind of business you're considering um, understand that that's what you're getting into and it those companies still have uh, vulnerabilities but not as much as the new paradigm juice bars and, and the new paradigm are the customers who are focused on the specifics of the ingredients inside of the drinks they are going there because they are quality focused. They want to make sure that they can consume products that are actually going to be healthy for them, support them with maybe even chronic health issues that they have. And so their psychology and their reason for buying things are very, very different. And so what happens when you buy into a franchise is the gift and the curse is you are given a menu that is already developed and so yes you do not have to go out of your way to develop this menu so that helps you to a certain degree but it also becomes your curse or your downfall because things in this industry are becoming more dynamic because when you have a collective of customers who are really focused on quality and they want to experience ingredients that are trending we at this present moment depending on when you're listening to this you know we've gone through this very big celery juice trend and we're still inside of it because people have learned that celery juice is really really great for their digestion a lot of humanity has digestive disorders and so people are really moving in that direction now what happens if you are in a franchise that does not allow you to serve that drink or there's a new, because right now, it's not such a big issue with celery, but there are going to be, because there always is, you know, first it was kale, and then it was goji berries, and then it was maca, and there's always these ingredients that become very popular to consumers. And part of you being in vogue or in line with them is them coming into your space and seeing that you can serve those ingredients, and you can make recipes that are going to support them In certain areas. There's a really, really big trend happening right now around um, biohacking and nootropics, which are things that are really built and created to increase cognitive uh, uh, functions. And so these trends are always going to evolve. Now, if you are in a franchise with a set menu, your capacity to evolve with these trends is going to be at least compromised, if not completely stifled because you do not have control over what you serve your customers. And in the old paradigm, because consumers aren't really as concerned with the ingredients, the business owners and franchise owners don't have to be as concerned with the menu evolving that much. Whereas in the new paradigm, it is almost everything the other element to this is that when certain ingredients start trending the prices of these ingredients are going to fluctuate heavily. They can get very expensive. There was a time where um, there was a maca shortage and this ingredient double tripled in price. Right now same thing's happening with celery and so if you have another corporate entity that is dictating how much you can charge your consumers or what ratios and, and, and recipes you're using, then guess what? You're really vulnerable. You're very, very vulnerable in this new paradigm because you do not have the what I feel is the greatest asset to a small business, and that is agility and flexibility and versatility. These are all things that you will leverage to make sure you are supporting your customer base. And depending on where you're located, your customers are going to have certain needs and desires. You can be next to a CrossFit gym and you might find that, okay, because of that, we need to offer more protein smoothies or smoothies for recovery, right? There are things that you will need to do to respond And that is one of the great assets of having a retail space. It's different because we've, you know, there's many juice models and some juice models might be, um, delivery, uh, or direct to consumer through mail or however it is people are supporting people via cleanses, but being able to, in any business interface with your customers in a way that allows you to give And you receive direct feedback is going to be your greatest asset in your evolution. Because no matter what, nobody gets it 100% right on their first try. But the question is, can you change, can you adapt, and eventually over time become a crystallized business that works better for your customers? And when you're in a franchise, that becomes nearly impossible. The other thing that I want to mention, which is kind of a side note, but definitely related to this, a big vulnerability that franchises have and uh, franchisees is the fact that a lot of times these contracts force the franchise owners to purchase ingredients from a quote unquote approved vendor. So these are vendors that the franchise has said, okay, you can buy from them and you can't buy from everyone else if they're not on this list. Now, obviously, the franchise uh, corporate entity has to do this to, or they choose to do this, I should say, to maintain quality control. They may also, and I don't know this to be true, but sometimes in business, people have relationships where they might be getting kickbacks from these vendors because of all the the volume that they're bringing these vendors. I don't know, but there are many motivations behind it. But as far as you as potentially being a franchise uh, licensee or franchisee, you Not having the ability to choose the vendors that you desire becomes a huge downside for you. I remember I was speaking to a client that we're working with right now and they were talking about just vendors as a whole. And they said, okay, now that we have these set set vendors, do we need to look for new vendors? And I said, that is a full-time job. That's one of the biggest things. In food service, you've got two major costs. One is your labor the other is your food cost. And so you always want to be present to what the latest expenses are for each product where they're coming from who you can source it from and constantly building new relationships because new vendors expand their territories some come into the market some vendors get deals on certain ingredients and can you know from quor- you know quarter to quarter change their prices it's a pretty dynamic aspect to a business and if you do not have the freedom to choose your vendors it's almost like not being able to choose your employees or choose uh you know how you want to run your business to the degree that you really need to be capable of and so this is another big vulnerability but the major one that i want to point out in all of this is that you owning your brand gives you the freedom and flexibility to make critical decisions to respond to your market that if you're in a franchise if they if it happens and in many cases it won't happen but if it does happen will likely happen So slow that it doesn't actually even benefit you. And so the last thing that I'll mention is, you know, for us, clearly from listening to this, you can sense that we have a preference for people starting their own concepts because that is something that we specialize in, helping people build unique brands, own their concepts. We really can give them all of the benefits of the proven systems and things that we know that work without any of the downside, without suffocating them into feeling uh, tied into a box or locked into a corner and how they have to run their business. And, And, you know, realize that these franchises, many of them in the new paradigm, are very new businesses at most, six years, seven years. And from our experience, we've been doing this for over a decade. And Know that no business is perfect, and people sometimes have the misconception that just because somebody is franchising their business that they've perfected the model, they know exactly how everything should run. Their menu is perfect. Everything is perfect, and that is just not the case. No business is perfect. Everything, as I say, is perfection is a process, so everything is in process. And know that you do have the capacity to run a business that has more evolved systems, is more mature than a lot of franchises out there in your first launch. So don't get lost in uh, these misconceptions around franchises and understand that in this new paradigm, flexibility and agility is everything because your customers are going to demand that you are constantly up to date with what's trending in health because that's what they're inspired by. So I hope this helps you guys. This is Andrew McFarlane with Starter Juice Bar and the Juice Bar Experts podcast. If you guys need our support, you can reach me personally at andrew at starterjuicebar.com. would be happy to discuss how we can help you get your custom concept juice bar business off the ground and running and hope. You guys are having an amazing time, and I'll see you guys and talk to you guys at the next episode. All right, take care.